Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. In my last show, I shared that Holy Spirit will lead us by an inward witness, an inward voice, or He may speak to you audibly depending on the situation. The key is to learn how He's leading you and if it's His voice or your spirit's conscience leading you. Today, we're finishing the series on how to be led by Holy Spirit, and I will help you identify if it's your spirit, your flesh, or Holy Spirit speaking to you. Then I'll share how to listen to your heart and train your spirit to hear Holy Spirit's leading. Proverbs 20:27 in the New Living Translation says, The Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. Now you may be asking yourself, how can I know the difference between my own spirit or Holy Spirit telling me to do something? Well, let's break this down by defining who the me is that we're talking about. Some people think me is your flesh man, and you know you can't always obey what your flesh wants you to do. However, if you look at me as your spirit man or the real you, then it's always good to obey your inward voice. If you're a born-again child of God, the Bible tells you that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus— Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Your spirit man has the life and nature of God in it and Holy Spirit lives in you. Your spirit man is in direct fellowship with God and you can be assured that he's not going to tell you to do something that's not right. 1 John 3.9 in the New Living Translation says, Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. You can see from this verse that it's not your spirit man that wants to do wrong. It's simply your flesh man. Physically, you're born of human parents, so you take on their nature until you become born again spiritually by asking Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. When this happens, you become born of God and take on His nature, which is a nature that doesn't sin. Let's look at Romans 12, 1 and 2 and see what Paul told the church at Rome. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know, you can see from this verse, the first thing that they were to do is to present their bodies to God as a living sacrifice. And the second thing that they were to do is to renew their minds with the Word of God so that they could be transformed into a new person from the inside out. Until you renew your mind with the Word of God, your flesh and your unrenewed mind are going to dominate your spirit man. And you will stay a baby Christian or what some people call a carnal Christian. 
1 Corinthians 3, 1 tells us, Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in Christ. One translation says, For you are yet body-ruled, which means they are acting like they are not Christians. When you renew your mind with God's Word, then your mind will take sides with your spirit man instead of your flesh man. Now, whichever man you feed the most, this will be the man that dominates in your life. You can be assured that your spirit man will not tell you to do anything wrong because he has the nature, life, and love of God in him. 1 Peter 1.4 says, And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. You can have the confidence to know that whatever your spirit man tells you, you can do it and it will be right. So how do you listen to your heart? Acts 27, 9 and 10 tell you, We had lost a lot of time. The weather was becoming dangerous for sea travel because it was so late in the fall. And Paul spoke to the ship's officers about it. Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. Shipwreck, loss of cargo, and danger to our lives as well. Paul didn't say, the Lord told me that this voyage will be with much hurt or damage. He simply said, I believe, or some versions say, perceive that it will be. Paul knew in his spirit by an inward perception, witness, or what some people call a premonition, that the voyage would be dangerous for them. This is the primary way that God will lead you, by an inward witness. We can see from this verse that Paul was not being led by his mind or intellect. He didn't have a psychic experience, and he didn't perceive what Holy Spirit told him physically. He received a witness in his spirit man. The witness belongs to everyone that is born again because Holy Spirit is living in your spirit man and he communicates to you through your spirit, not through your mind, will, emotions, or even your flesh. This is why your spirit man knows things that your mind cannot wrap itself around. Have you ever asked yourself why you've missed what Holy Spirit was trying to tell you to do? Have you asked yourself, why you made that mistake or why you failed? The answer is really rather simple if you will just think about it. Many times you try to reason things out in your mind with your own head knowledge or your intellect instead of asking your heart or your spirit man and Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth. Because Holy Spirit is your helper, you can ask him to lead and guide you into all truth and onto the path that leads you to victory every time. Because your spirit is the candle of the Lord, you can start listening to your spirit man to help you make little decisions. Just start where you are. Your inward witness will give you peace to move forward, or you may have a little scratchy feeling on the inside of you when you're not supposed to do something. You may not have peace in your heart to go forward. Or sometimes it just doesn't seem right. You can't fit the pieces together to make your situation work out the way you want it to or the way you think it should work out. I promise you, if you will learn to listen to your heart or your spirit man and keep listening, it will become easier to hear God's voice and make those right decisions to know exactly what to do.
You know, I have learned in my own life that I don't need to ask 20 different people what I need to do when I can go to my Bible and simply ask Holy Spirit to tell me exactly what I need to do and where I need to read in God's Word. Holy Spirit will tell you what you need to do in every circumstance, every situation of your life if you will just ask Him for help. You've learned how to listen to your heart. Now, let's see how to train your human spirit to hear Holy Spirit's voice more clearly. One of the best ways to do this is to focus on the fact that you are a spirit being who has a soul and you live in a body. When you stop focusing on and feeding your spirit man or your soulish man and focus on feeding your spirit man by reading your Bible, your spirit man will become strong. Now, if you're like me, I didn't know how to train my spirit man to be stronger than my physical man or my soulish man, so I had to learn what to do to make him the leader of my life. I learned that there are four things that you can do to build up your spirit man, and I'd like to share those with you. The first exercise is to meditate the Word of God. The second is to practice the Word, which means do what it says to do. The third exercise is to give the Word of God first place in your life and make it the final authority in your life. And the fourth exercise is to instantly obey your spirit man's voice when he tells you to do something. So let's look at each of these. Meditating the Word of God causes you to develop spiritual wisdom. Joshua 1.8 says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. If you ever want to do anything great in your life, you need to meditate the promises in God's Word. The next exercise is practicing the Word of God. James 1.22 says, But don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. As a born-again child of God, you want to focus mainly on what the epistles in the New Testament tell you to do. The epistles are Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, uh, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. These are the books that will tell you who you are in Christ. Philippians 4.16 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Isn't that great? When you do that, you'll experience verse 7, which says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. The third exercise is to give the Word of God first place and make it the final authority in your life. Proverbs 4, 20-22 says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. The best way to train yourself is by asking yourself, What does the Word of God say about my situation? Then you find your promise in the Word of God, and do what the Word says to do. And the last exercise is to instantly obey what your spirit's voice or your conscience. 
As you read and meditate God's word, your spirit man will become stronger and your conscience will become your true guide, your authoritative voice, which will guide you. As I close today, I've shared how to identify if it's your spirit, your flesh, or Holy Spirit speaking to you, as well as how to listen to your heart and train your spirit man how to hear Holy Spirit's leading. Your born-again spirit man has the nature, life, and love of God in it. Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit man, and 1 John 4.4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. As you follow these exercises, you'll receive guidance from Holy Spirit and you will always know what to do. I want to remind you that God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with an everlasting love and he's created you to walk in victory. And he has more on his mind for you today. If you'd like more information on how you can live the victorious life, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclayburn.com, and sign up for my daily victory emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Then, plan to join me again next week as we learn more about living a victorious life.